Hey, this is Bez Stone. And this is Freya Dietrich. And welcome to the Infinite Relating Podcast. All right, here we go. (laughs) We're here. We're here. So Freya and I, this is Bez, have been sending each other voice memos, extensive, like, 10-minute voice memos about infinite relating. All day, every day. All day, every day, for like the last four months. And we said, you know, since we talk about it this much, and this is what we're obsessed with, and this is all we want to talk about, we just start a podcast. Yeah. So here we are. And we have been, we've gotten so much healing and growth and expansion through our conversations that we're like, everybody needs to hear this. Yeah. And when we share it, everyone's really excited and it resonates. Yeah. So... Yeah. So here we are. Now we're going to share it with we're the world. Gonna, here's our private conversations <laughs> for everybody to listen. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly it. Totally. Because, yeah, we spend like, I don't know, I say we spend half the time on our voice messages currently, which is going to turn into this podcast, talking about what infinite relating is and sort of, you know, piecing out and nuancing like this new way of relating that we're that we needed. Yeah, that we, we needed. needed to develop mm-hmm. to navigate through these relationships in a whole new way. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And then the other half of the time we talk about our own personal lives. So that's our plan for this podcast too. Lots of vulnerability, lots of vulnerability. Lots of vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. And lots of education hopefully and and exploring together with like a wider group of people who might resonate with what we're up to. Yeah. Yeah, cuz that shared vulnerability that's like the key. That's the key to like disarming and opening and changing all of our patterns and like Moving to much more fulfilling and nourishing relationships. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So this is the Infinite Relating Podcast. I'm Bez Stone. And I'm Freya Dietrich. Yes. And we are going to be exploring this concept of infinite relating, which is a new way of doing relationships, or potentially an old way of doing relationships, but just a new way of talking about Mm. how to do relationships um, in a style that has been working way better for us than anything we've ever done. Um, Do you have a quick, like, what infinite relating is? Um, For me, I think what's coming out is, like, we go into all of our relationships. Like, I have have my ideas of what I want it to be. I have my patterns. I have my desires. And then the person I'm meeting with also has their patterns and desires and cultural ideas. And then somewhere in the middle, there's this, like, us, this, this separate entity of being that is like what what our connection is really meant to be what it can be when we get all of those stories and all those patterns out of the way so this is for us it seems like it's been like I'm gonna get out of my own way I'm mm-hmm. gonna get let go of my fears and let go of my stories and go of my patterns and try to stay with what is present and true and that is what guides our relationship and it might not be what I thought it was gonna be I might not be like oh this hot guy is gonna be my partner mm-hmm. or he's gonna be my lover or this person's going to be my best friend. If I just get out of the way, it gets to be exactly what it's meant to be in every evolving moment. Mm, and yeah. there's so much more nourishment and connection and depth when that happens. And scary, scary letting go. Yeah. Like all of that. Definitely. So. I love that. Yeah. I love that if I had to just pick maybe one phrase, it's like allowing relationships to be what they are instead of forcing them to be yeah. something that I think they should be. Yeah. 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 We're taught, we're taught to drive things forward. Like, especially when we come from monogamy culture, like, oh, there's some interest here. I need to move it. I need to respond. I need to do something or, oh, we have this connection. I better, you know, I better like make a plan. But it's like, if we just kind of slow down a little bit and, um, 
yeah and let and let like the the connection that we really feel yeah. and like tune into that connection yeah. like what is really here yeah I don't have to do anything about it mm. I can just like maybe sit with it for a little bit mm. oh it's been life-changing I mean really mm. really like this was something that we came up with and we'll introduce ourselves in a second but just to give a little more context for infinite relating this is something yeah we we came up with like six months ago maybe like I think I was actually right yeah in my in my room Uh, we were on the phone and just thinking about like how we could actually have relationships that we enjoyed (laughs) (laughs) and could sustain and that felt authentic and um, that matched sort of the exploratory respectful like passionate way that we want to relate with people yeah yeah and I know for me it was like I in this last few years, I've really been into, like, expansive, expanding myself through polyamory. I'm like, this feels aligned. This feels so aligned with who I am and how I relate and how I love the world and how I love people around me. But I still didn't have, like, there's still, like, a lot of rules that didn't quite make sense or a lot of other paradigms or examples of people who were just, like, struggling and hurting in polyamory. And mm-hmm. I was like, that doesn't feel right. So I was like, how do we move through these connections that we're really excited about without... Um, crashing and burning. Totally. totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I and know. we're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. That's <laughs> the cool part. Is, yeah, six months ago, we came up with this idea, and now we're doing it. And yeah. we're, you know, we're both in, which which all of our listeners will get to hear about on, in an ongoing basis, but this yeah. episode too, like we're both in, you know, one or more relationships that are, that we're doing in an infinite relating style. Yeah. And yeah, I can't wait to share more about that. Yes. Yes. But do you want to talk? Maybe we'll let people know who we are and yeah. introduce ourselves. That sounds good. Say hi. Okay, so I'm Freya, and I my like background is I was in a marriage for 18 years um, with like a really strong Christian monogamy um, lean, and that felt like a cage. And so when I got out, I was like, I'm not going to date. I'm not going to. I don't even want to be in a relationship because I was so afraid from being put into a cage again. And then when I started dating. Um, consensual non-monogamy actually made made more sense like I got exposed to it luckily through a couple of people that were just beautiful open communicators and I was like oh I don't even know what this means or how it looks it sounds really scary it sounds Mm -hmm. really edgy maybe dangerous like it felt a little bit dangerous in my system from all my own training but it felt like I actually get to love people the way I'm meant to I get to live in my truth without being shamed about it Mm. so it was so expansive and healing my like sexual shame my loving shame um and and finding a way to relate and so I've been obsessed I've been reading about it I've been anyone who's been in a polyamorous relationship the last couple years I'm like I'll interview them extensively like how is it working for you because the biggest most exciting piece was that each relationship was was a unique co-creation. But again, there was still a lot of there's a lot of pain and struggle and a lot of stories about like, oh, people who are polyamorous, they're not committed, they don't want deep relationships, they don't want deep connection. Mm-hmm. Um so so moving through that, that's when I really started talking with you Bez, is like, how do we like how do we really get what we want? Like that deep blasted heart open mm-hmm. intimate connection. And how do we get that and still get the freedom of exploration, the freedom of, like, really meeting people in my full, like, vastness of, of me, of, like, how I'm supposed to relate and get nourished in, in all my relationships with, with lovers, with friends, with children, with coworkers, with everybody. Um, and so that's where we've been, like, my 
polyamory and, you know, having multiple lovers this last couple of years has really come into this new space of like me really getting them out of my own way mm-hmm. and trying to like drive or define what our relationships are and like just, just being in it. And it's so mm. good. Yay. It's so good. Mm, thank you. I yeah. It's so good. It's yeah. so amazing to get to witness you and learn from you and learn mm, with you and inspire yeah. each other. Yeah. And how about you, Bez? Yeah. So I'm Bez Stone. Um, I... Gosh, I mean, when I was eight years old, I told my parents I wanted 10 husbands. Yes. So I've, had, <laughs> I've always had a non-traditional view of relationship, um, but despite, and really watched, you know, watched uh, role models in my childhood, just, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. Like, the whole, our whole culture, honestly, didn't make a lot of sense mm. to me, and I was like, there's got to be more to it than what I'm seeing, you know, on TV and stuff. But despite that, yeah, I had kids relatively young in my early 20s and was married in a monogamous relationship and um, have never been, you know, despite any specific relationship I've ever been in, got divorced, you know, relatively soon after having kids and have been in several long-term partnerships since then. But I've never been super happy, honestly, in any of them for Mm -hmm. a sustained amount of time. Yeah. For me, I feel like I've told Freya this before, like my misery my relationship misery had led me to infinite relating because I really want close connection like very much so but I'm much more comfortable being single mm-hmm. much more comfortable um I feel more empowered or I used to be I feel more empowered I feel more um like my autonomy is intact my life force is activated put me in a relationship and maybe it's a combination of like attachment trauma and you know, cultural obligation and just all these norms and rules that I learned from my upbringing and from movies that we see and, and, you know, our whole, you know, paradigm around relationship. And I turn into like a totally different person. I know this is a really common, excuse me, um, thing that happens for people. And so for me, a relationship until now has always felt like some kind of compromise. Like either I had to compromise my aliveness and sovereignty and life force energy to be connected to someone yeah. Or I had to compromise connection and love and depth and security in order to have myself. Yeah. So it was very much like one or the other. And I think that's why I was so unhappy, you know, now that I think about it more in my relationships is that I didn't know how, I didn't know that it was possible or how to have my sovereignty and deep, deep closeness and connection with a beloved or multiple beloveds. Um, yeah. And infinite relating is really like, given me a framework for how to do that, how to have both and how, how to feel like I, I now have a partner. It's official. Mm, yes. <laughs> I've been resisting the partnership label. We'll see what happens next episode. Maybe it'll change. <laughs> but as of today, um, as Freya knows, I've been resisting the relationship and partnership label for months now with, with one of my beloveds. And um, I, uh, yeah, so I have a partner now. And I'm very much not miserable. I'm, I'm extremely yeah. happy. And I feel like infinite relating has made it possible. So that's my motivation for why I'm here, why we're doing this podcast, or why I'm doing this podcast, why this matters so much for me to talk about is that I just feel like I've been so bad at relationships yeah. in the past and been so unhappy in them that like if I can do it, like anyone, anyone can do it. Yeah. Know? So there's yeah. hope. There's hope <laughs> out there. Absolutely. <laughs> and I feel like that's a really common challenge. Like we're at this point in our lives, like, you know, um, I don't want to say how old we are. We're in our forties. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're in our forties. And I think at this time, like we're dating and everybody we meet, everybody we're um, connecting with, we all have like these 
you know, wounds and traumas and fears. And we're just like, we're not going back there. That's not okay. Yeah. And so it's really common thread of like, yes, I still want deep connection. I like, I have hope. I have faith that I can have deep connection without crashing and burning because of all these old patterns. And like, there's a way to do it. Um, and it's like going in with like eyes wide open yeah. and, and watching herself and catching ourselves in those, in those moments of trigger, in those moments of pain or in those moments of story where like, I'm, I'm hurting and why, and then kind of like investigating the story behind it. Mm-hmm. And so this gives us, this just gives us like so much more spaciousness to like stay attuned to ourselves, attuned to our process, attuned to, um, the, the, the shared experience. Yeah. And, and, and like laugh at like, you know, do I really want a partner? I don't know. Like my story is fuck. No, yeah. I don't want that. But when I dig deeper underneath it, like what, what is the truth under that? And it's like, maybe it's not that I don't want a partner. It's I don't want a partner the way I've ever experienced it before totally. or the way that the culture shows me yes. a partner is. Yes. And so it's this way we like, no, we get to like, we get to create all of our own definitions. Yeah. And so do you. So does everyone in yeah. every connection. Like yeah. that's fuck yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's the liberation. <laughs> and I think okay, I think what we should do now is share a you know, Frey and I were talking before we started recording this about how we do want to make it really personal. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> and I think actually I I think that the way to best convey some of the concepts of infinite relating is actually by telling stories. Like personal stories about things that we've learned or little little moments you yeah know? yeah absolutely are you up for that, that sound good i mean i can feel like the flood of stress hormones coming there <laughs> well i'll start i'll start and i also know that that is how this becomes relatable and how it becomes yeah. helpful for all of us yeah. absolutely okay cool yeah so yeah as you were talking the first thought that i had was about when i first um started this current relationship that i'm in uh, we both were very insistent that we didn't want a relationship. Mm. Like from the very beginning, we had a really incredible, spontaneous, romantic night together. Um, and we've been talking about how, what to call these people. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Max. I'm going to go with middle names. I'm gonna go with Max. <laughs> um, because I don't yet feel comfortable or just doesn't feel appropriate to me. But yeah, yeah. so we'll call him Max. And um, which is kind of strange. But I'm going to try it out. <laughs> try it out, yeah. <laughs> For the podcast. So we had just this really spontaneous romantic evening together, had amazing sexual connection. Again, like totally kind of out of left field. Like mm. there'd been some light flirting, you know, but it, it was really surprising. And afterwards, it was so deep though. Like it was one of these profound experiences of real like chemist, like not just sexual chemistry, but also kind of soul level, like what the fuck, you know, when you mm. meet someone and you start connecting and you're like, whoa, okay, there's a lot more here than what I thought. And we were both, you know, talking the next day and even the next week. And we were like, we don't want a relationship. We don't want a relationship. He's fresh out of a relationship. Um, so that was sort of his reason. And he has given me permission to talk about whatever on here, just so everyone knows. <laughs> and I was a year out of a relationship, my last five-year relationship, but um, was really identified with solo poly. It was like, yeah. I want to be solo poly because of this conundrum I've always been in that's like I either sacrifice myself or I sacrifice closeness and I can't have both so I was like solo poly it's going to be my answer you know I'm going to have my sovereignty and my autonomy I'll have like five lovers you know Mm. and it'll be but I'll remain like super independent that was absolutely what I thought was going to (laughs) happen it's obviously not what's happened at all but so that was my thing was like we don't want a relationship that's why I don't want a relationship because I'm solo poly and I I just don't I'm terrified of getting back in one because I've been so miserable in them 
he was fresh out of one, wasn't ready to jump back in. Um, and so as we progressed though, over the next weeks of connecting, being inextricably you know, drawn to each other, it was clear that some type of relating was happening, yeah. you know, like even if we kept insisting we didn't want a relationship, we didn't want a relationship, um, we felt very drawn to each other and not in like a toxic, like, you know, go away, come back. It wasn't like, Freya knows, she can right. vouch for me here. It wasn't like that, <laughs> no. right? It wasn't no, like it's that. been beautiful. Like... Yeah, it was very much just like, wow, okay. So so I guess there's two, there's two things about infinite relating that this story um, brings up for me that feel really important for everyone out there to understand and for me to convey. And one is that um, in infinite relating, like Freya said just, you know, some minutes ago, like one of the things that I track the most in addition to like what I want, which is obviously very important, is this concept of like what's here w- between us, right. like what's actually here between us. Um, and at the beginning, you know, I feel like in new relationships, people are often pulled one way or the other. Like they're pulled towards thinking that wanting or fantasizing about there being more than there yes. actually is, or um, pulling away from how much there is there. And so I thought, had felt more familiarity with the first one. Like I met a guy or a person and there's chemistry. And then, you know, I I don't do this to the degree that some of my friends do, but I have, you know, the part of my mind that's like, maybe we'll get married. (laughs) Maybe he's the one, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe whatever. Um, Just all this sort of future tripping about, could this person be significant for me? And I noticed with Max, I was doing much the opposite where I was like, this is no big deal. This is no big deal. Like, I don't want a relationship. Mm. (laughs) Just really downplaying it. And what we kept noticing um, was that left to its own devices, the relationship was actually a big deal. Yeah, It was a big deal whether I wanted it to be or not. And in infant relating, you know, tracking that us, like there's you, there's me, and there's us, and seeing what us wants, where us is going... And our challenge really has been to, or my challenge has been to um, not make it less than what it is. Not make it more, but also not make it less. And just learn how to actually honor what's coming up instead of a fantasy of what I wish would happen or fears and projections of what I hope doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, or um, trying to put it in any kind of normative box, trying to label the relationship one way or the other, you know, too soon. Like just really letting myself be present with it as it evolves. Um, so yeah, I guess that's concept number one that I wanted to toss out to that story is this like tracking of the relationship instead of just like, okay, we met now we're on the predictable, you know, American path of the steps of, you know, we date and then after a certain amount of dates, we have sex. And then after that many times we, you meet my parents and we move in together and that, you know, just like the whole tract of like, well, if we're going to do this, it means, you know, all these, things about the future that aren't necessarily true. Right, right. Yeah, and it's been really, like, really inspiring and helpful to watch you go through this process because you could feel, like, you could feel your freakouts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but those were, like, they were informative freakouts. Yeah. Like, the, it was like, okay, something is either, it's moving too fast, it's triggering an old wound or an old pattern, and, like, I just want to call attention to this. Mm-hmm. And then when you would do that and feel into it, and then you could get back on to, like, what is really present in this relationship. And in the, and that was, oh, my gosh, this is a relationship. Right. Like, you know, so it... <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, it, 
<laughs> but it allowed you to honor that. Like, just even the pausing or going, oh, like, fuck, no, this moment, this is not okay. Yeah. This is not, and, and maybe it had nothing to do with what was actually happening. It had everything to do with what was happening in your nervous system. Yeah. But all of those check-ins and all those pauses allowed you to really honor what was there mm. and honor not making it small to make yourself feel safe. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Wow, not making it small to make myself feel yeah. safe. Yeah, because that's I feel like I, I feel like that's been my challenge. Is like we've you know like I feel like when you're younger and I you know you're an idealist and you're like oh I want to make it yeah everyone's gonna be my future husband and everything's you know beautiful and roses and and then we get to this point where we're all jaded and we're like no fuck that it's small it's not a big deal I don't I don't I just okay, I may never see him again whatever so it's like no we we want to find the sweet spot in the middle where it's like I don't want to make it too big and I don't want to make it too small mm-hmm. I wish I want to like just like cherish and like savor mm. every like yummy experience that that my system is going through that that we're having together like no this is it we want to connect deeply we want to feel yeah all of this yeah and so we just have to get out of story and get totally. right back into what's there right what's yeah. actually here and that's yeah. exactly it it's like actually being present with what's available not more not less yeah no not forcing it to be something it's not not putting the brakes on something that it is. Yeah. Just learning how to be in that kind of surrender. You know, that yeah. Yeah. It's been really powerful to like really feel you surrender because I know mm. how how important your your independence and sovereignty is. Yeah. And so to watch you surrender and still hold your sovereignty. Aww. Like that is really inspiring and powerful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's been amazing. And 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 I wanted to yeah because I said I was going to talk about two things, and so my mind is tracking that. <laughs> One thing was, from my story, was this us concept, and, like, yeah, the right, like, allowing relationships to be their right size, whatever yeah. that size happens Ooh. to be, mm-hmm. whether it's one night, one minute, yeah. one glance, to, like, lifelong marriage, you know, multiple lifetime, soul level, <laughs> fifth dimensional, whatever. Right. Um, yeah, so that's that's one thing that's really so important for me. And then the other, just from this story of, you know, I didn't want a relationship, I don't want a relationship, he doesn't want a relationship, is once it was clear that it was a relationship, we really got to dig into um, individually and together, like, what is it that we don't want? Mm. Like, when someone says, I don't want a relationship, or when I say that, like, what do I, what do I mean? Because right. clearly there's lots about relationships that's very enjoyable. Like, you know, consistent um love and sexual connection and yeah. getting to not use condoms maybe yeah. it's like such a treat and like you know like having companionship and a fun you know playmate to like go explore with and the laughter and the and the depth and the intimacy and the healing and you know there's so much about relationships that's that's fun so it was really like what is it what is it that, what am I talking about and I think I have some it'd be cool to go back and look in my in my notes journal yeah I have some like brainstorming about that and I think the top ones for me were um, obligation. Yeah. Yeah. Obligation and expectation. Yes. Was, was like it. Like, that's the part I don't want. That's, that's it. I don't want to go into feeling like I owe him anything or he owes me anything. I don't want to go into like, well, now that we've done X, like we have to do Z automatically because that's, you know, this right. linear progression of relationships. Or that we even have to do X again. Right. Like, totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That I would lose, you know, that, yeah. So, so that was, I think, also something that I feel like is really foundational to infinite relating for episode one here, which yeah. is like the elimination of the constant, I would say, elimination because it, it sneaks back up, oh, you know, right. of expectations and obligations. And anytime I notice that I go into that, um, 
which we do often. We laugh about this all the time, Shreya and I, like that. Whenever one of us is stuck, we all, we're always like, have you put the focus back on yourself? Ooh, back <laughs> Are you in I'm obligation? Like, yeah. You know, do you feel like you owe him something? Are you over there trying to manage his experience? Yes. Um, yeah. So. Yes. Over and over and over again. We, it's like, it's like what, how we've learned um, to be safe is to manage everyone else's experience. Yeah. If everyone else is having a good time, then I'm safe. And then maybe I can feel into a good time. But yeah, it's like, no, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's actually what creates like massive unsafety. We've yeah. learned and we've lived, we've been living this. It's yeah. like every time we're scared and we're triggered and we're caught, we're reaching out, voice messaging, calling each other for support. Yeah. It's always, almost always that we're outside of ourselves and we're over trying to manage his reaction to us, his, you know, interest in us, yes. his, our attractiveness to him. Like his safety, like it's just, I, I just see that over and over. And every time I, I do it too. And then I get Absolutely. reminded, yeah, to yeah. bring it back to me. Come back to, yeah, come back to ourself. What is your experience? What are you wanting? What are we needing in this moment? Yeah. What am I wanting? What am I needing? What am I desiring? And, and yeah, that's our starting point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's my personal story. Uh, <laughs> what about okay. you? Um, I feel like mine is. A little bit more meandering. I don't know. I've been solo poly um, for a couple of years, and uh, I connected with this beautiful human um, about a year ago who was also recovering from a, a relationship. And so because of that, <laughs> we're, all, we're all recovering. <laughs> recovering. <laughs> and so because of that, um, there was this pace of, like, spaciousness. It was like, I didn't want to feel the woman shaped hole that was left mm, behind. Mm. He didn't want to like dive into any um, labels or parameters. And so it was actually beautiful. We were able to like really love and support each other in our expansion and like kind of go inward, but not like not get lost in each other. There was so much effort and not getting lost to each other. So having this like ongoing relationship, he lives out of town. So that also created some extra safety for me, not getting lost in it. Um, and then it allowed me to like continue to like, fall in love and fall in love because that's what I do. I fall in love. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've had these beautiful lovers and beautiful connections. (laughs) (laughs) This is where I get all twitchy and awkward. And then there was this, this, this being, this man who I've connected with, um, on this like soul connection. That's been very different than all of my other loverships. And, um, for many reasons, it, it wasn't evolving into, like, I could feel this, like, oh, I want more. Oh, I want more. Where is this? Like, this is the person that I want to, like, um, move into relationship with. And he wasn't available for it. He was available for exactly where we were. Mm-hmm. And if that was a beautiful, powerful dance, then that was it. If that was, like, just getting lost in each other's eyes and really seeing each other in our human experience, then that was it. And then the next time I saw him, I didn't know what it was going to be. There was no promise of the future. It was just, like, these moments and, it, you know, they continue to evolve and I continue to feel like my yearning for more and then be put in check of like this, like, I remember having all these conversations with you. I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I want it. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and like the stories tell me, well, like I'm not getting more, it's not moving anywhere. I should just like let it go. They're not available, but I'm like, but I don't, I'm not hurting from this. I'm not, there's not, there's not a promise that is not being delivered. It's just this continual, like really meeting each other in the soul connection. Um, and because 
I'm relating with other people. Like it wasn't like all my nourishment had to come from this person and I wasn't getting it and they were blocking me. I was like, I was able to continue to have all these beautiful loverships and like go into deeper connection with different people. All, all like very unique, uniquely met. Mm. So like, again, like I talk about that vastness of like who I am and I'm like, all of these parts of me need to become, need to come alive, need to be spoken to, need to be met. And so I've had that in those other relationships and it's allowed this one, which I feel like this, I don't even have a name for him, but this relationship has been like probably the the biggest inspiration for how infinite relating has served me. Yeah. Um, is that because <sighs> I've been able to just continually honor it and check in, like it required lots of check-ins. Like, does this still feel safe to me? Does this feel still feel like, uh, does it feel like I'm being led on or does it feel like there's this unhealthy push pull? And it, it, it never did. It felt like I was just honoring what was there. And so because I've been able to honor that, it's just been this like beautiful, slow deepening in our connection. And because I wasn't on a agenda based trajectory with him, I wasn't trying to be his girlfriend. It really allowed me to disarm and show parts of myself, like shadow parts, mm. broken parts that I would ne- I'd never, I haven't shown a man since my marriage. And so it allowed me to really open up to him and soften and disarm with him in a way that I, I wouldn't have allowed myself in any mm. other traditional container, even in polyamory, because I would have been like trying to show my best self and yeah. trying to manage, you know, the experience. And so because of that, it's just been this like disarming of my nervous system, disarming of my patterns and like this beautiful deepening of my like, like falling in love with this person, having intense curiosity for them and their process and every step of the way, falling deeper in love with myself and how I, how I relate to the world, how I relate to them. It's just, there's been so much spaciousness that has been created by allowing, because like I said, before infinite relating, I don't think I would have a tolerance from this. I just would have yeah. walked away. Yeah. And so now here we are, I don't know, months, months later, and it's, it's evolving. And this is where I get really nervous sharing about it, but it's evolving into something really beautiful and really deep. And I can feel this last month we've both disarmed we've both gotten out of our way um and we're really just like stepping into deepening connection and it's so fucking hard expansively beautiful Mm -hmm. and I feel so loved and so seen and so nourished and so grateful that I've allowed this process to happen because I think I would have you know any other part of my life I just would have walked away and I wouldn't have allowed this to happen so I get to have this and it feels actually really safe that I get to continue to love my other people mm. who have also been incredibly supportive. You know, that's like another piece too, is to have, um, different lovers. Like, like there may be some jealousy. There's maybe some stories come up, but we get to talk through it and work through it. And so instead I really get to get to feel like supported and being exactly who I am and connecting the way I'm meant to connect. And I have, I have a really tender heart yeah. and, um, yeah, it feels really, um, like profoundly healing to be able to connect in this way and to really be open to what's, um, what's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. That's been so epic to witness. And it's, there's so, there's infinitely more to go. There's infinite. Yeah. Yeah. It's been such a, I've been so inspired by, yeah, like by your vulnerability with him Mm. and by, you know, all the ways that you've just continually cracked yourself open have been incredible to witness. Yeah. And I think this point you made is so vital that like, and this is, I I admire this so much, like your guys' love story is very non-traditional. Right. You know, it's not like this, this typical 
storybook love story. Yeah. Um, but I wonder, like, how many, how often does that actually happen? Uh, you know, yeah, and how yeah. often are we thinking that's how it should go? Like, oh, if this is a healthy relationship, if this guy's actually available, like, if this is meant to be, like, it'll it'll unfold in this storybook way that almost totally. never happens. So we drive it that way, even yeah, though it isn't even though really happening. Yeah. And I think, like, one of the things I just admire so much about how you've been handling yourself as you've been falling in love and doing this yeah. is being so present with what is. Like, every moment. Just, yeah. like, what's available today and not having, like, ditching those honestly unrealistic and unhealthy in my opinion mm-hmm. cultural norms that say okay well if he was available for a hug yesterday he has to be like now we've reached hug right. level right <laughs> and now we've reached kissing level and now we've reached sleepover level or whatever right the assumption that like well once we've reached that level now we're there forever and like yeah. that's that's now the, the status of our relationship and how you know I've watched you just continually be open to like I'm not sure what's here between us today right like, Right. Sometimes, you know, in, in from a linear standpoint, someone could say like, oh, yeah, the relationship, it goes forward, it goes backwards, it goes forward, it goes backwards, you know, in terms of intimacy. Um, but I think that part of what infinite relating does and what makes it work is that it, it maintains this feeling of sovereignty and consent, yes. like every step of the way, and that we all have the right to change our minds, even yeah. in a deep, committed partnership. Yes. And that freedom to like, and the respect, the self-respect and respect of my beloved that that offers me to not make those assumptions that, well, since you did this yesterday, I'm expecting it again today, even right. if it's not authentic for you. And that's the biggest piece is like, I feel like I've, I've been taught this like beautiful patience and it's like, it, it allows, like, I know when he's connecting with me and like when we're getting to these deep moments, it feels so completely authentic. Yes. It is not based on any yeah. pre-made agreements or any experience we had in the past. And I think that's why it's like so fulfilling. Cause I'm like, we we're just, we're just here. We're just yeah. in it. And it's, so it's like, and because of that, I can feel like I've, I can feel like numbness that I've had in my body and in my nervous system that is like melting away. I feel so much more mm. physical sensation than I used to. I feel so much more energetic sensation. I'm <sighs> twitchy all the time. It's so good. And I'm like, I didn't even know I had numbed myself off to be mm. safe. But it's like, because there's just like all of this spaces, spaciousness to really be present to each moment, I'm just like, fuck, it, feel, it feels so, it's like I'm finding my way back to that like highly sensitive, tender heart that mm. I, I didn't feel as safe. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's safe here. Because as I let go of my expectations of him and where he's meeting me, it's also allowing me to let go of the expectations I was putting on myself that oh, I didn't realize. That's good. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, or the story, or like the story of pushing things forward, like all of that. I was like, what was I even wanting to push towards? Like, I don't even know. And so this, this pace has allowed me to be like, well, what do I really want? It's not the story of, oh, now we're together and we're partners and we live together and make it a life. It was just like, it was the more, it was more just like, I want to feel into this, like fully expansively, like whatever this connection, this yumminess is, or like mm. if we're like, you know, pushing into it, let's just see where this goes when we get out of our way. Yeah. And so it allowed me to bring my desire um, back to the more present moment of like, what am I desiring in this moment, this day, rather yeah. than what do I think I want this story to be? Yes. Oh my God. That's it. That's it. That's totally it. And, oh, that's it. <laughs> that's exactly exactly the payoff though to me you know I I think that the payoff like what you just said is when you're connecting with him 
you're both really there. Yeah. Like, you're really present. He's there because he wants to be. And as someone who's done a lot of obligatory, expectation-based, codependent relationships myself, I can't think of, honestly, a worse feeling. Well, maybe I could, but I'm not going (laughs) to try too hard. But let's just say it's a bad feeling for me when I know my partner is there and doesn't want to be, but he's doing it because he feels like he should. And he's there for me. You know, he's having a conversation, but his heart's not in it. We're having sex, but his desire's not in it. His mind's wandering. Yeah. Um, you know, he's taking me out because he feels like he should. I mean, that's just the worst. That's such a horrible feeling. It is. And, like, I think that we, or I used to, I'd say, like, put up with that. A, I didn't really know that there was another option out there. But also this other option, there, there is a fear. It's scary. You know, it can be scary to really let go of these things that we've, falsely I think um judged as safe like well it's Mm. safe because you know it's my birthday and he remembered and he got me flowers and yeah you know but if his heart's not in it like what's safe about that you know like to me this is horrible yeah (laughs) horrible news (laughs) right don't do anything for my birthday if your heart's not in it you know like um and so I think like yeah these sort of that's one thing I've been noticing is it's both hands you know like one hand of like oh my God, this is so scary to actually um, give myself and my beloved total freedom to actually do what you want to do. Like, you don't owe me anything Um, just because we did it yesterday. I'm not assuming it's on the table for today. Though I have noticed that 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 does change a bit, but let's just say for this episode one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, you know, to really allow for total freedom, like we we are maintaining that sovereignty so intensely has it's scary because it's like the things I used to cling to that would make me feel like I had security. I'm not clinging to anymore. Right. Like those feelings of obligation or of expectation. And the container of a relationship. Yeah. 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 But then the payoff is, yeah, like I get to let go. I get to let go and have everything be given to me of his own free will. And that's like the best feeling I, I know. So good. Like to, to, to have no, to not be putting on any demands or any, um, there's no shoulds, there's no rules, there's no have tos. It's like I just I let go of all that control, and then it just is coming. And we're yeah, we're me. only we're only meeting in shared desire. Yes, and totally. that is the yummiest place. Yes. to meet. And it's like it's honoring like when we fall in love with somebody, we fall in love with like who they are as we found them, and all their relationships, and all their complexities, and all of all of their everything, and. And the old way of relating is when we fall in love with them, we want to collect them. We want to like kind of, you know, keep them safe and close to us. And so we kind of block off some of that. And this is like a way of like, I continue to fall in love with you today. Mm. Like every version of you, every evolving, growing version of you. And we, because of that, like I am rising and we are growing in that together. Yeah. And so it's this dynamic love. It's not like the static of like, I loved who you were yesterday. So you better still be that person. You better still do the things you did yesterday. It's like, oh my God, I love this person that you were continually growing to be. And maybe, and there's no guarantee, I mean, there's no guarantee in any relationships, monogamy, marriage, whatever, there's no guarantee, but at least we're honoring this, like, I just want to like love and honor you exactly as you are. And I want to feel that back. I want to feel free to be exactly who I'm supposed to be today. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I just was thinking as you were saying that, like how, how many times I've, I've fallen in love with someone. And I think this is a common, um, you know, written about psychological phenomenon, even that we fall in love with someone and then, um, 
you know, we almost stop seeing them. Like once yeah. we fall in love with them, like they become our projection of what could they be for me? You know, right. what, what is this, you know, what role is this person playing in my life? What are they fulfilling for me? What am I, what are they helping me avoid, you know, in myself, my fears, um, all that stuff. And I think that that's, I, I've definitely done that. It's like, I meet someone, I, 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 ca- I kind of had that, had this feeling of like capturing their, essence yeah. and then we like put it in a box with my essence we put all their essences in a box and it's like okay we got a good match <laughs> here you know yeah now it's safe so like if we could just maintain this you know this this first moment of falling in love if we can just maintain that for the rest of our lives like yeah. we'll be in a happy relationship you know and then all that is for me has just been setting up to that terror terrifying moment when like something happens in finger quotes where you know my essence is no longer revealed and I I do something wrong. I get mad. Like we have a fight, you know, it's sort of, I, I used to see like just dread the inevitable moment when that, like, or I guess the honeymoon is over. Mm, is right. Say it. And just the fear of change, that fear of like, we had this beautiful spark at the beginning, we tried to put it in this box so we could keep it forever, which is yeah. what I thought I had to do to maintain a happy relationship. But then change and evolution event inevitably happened. Cause that's all we do as humans is change and evolve. But yet our relationship styles that we've learned, or at least that I did, um, and see in movies and all that have no guidance for how to change and evolve right. as an individual or as a couple or a triad or whatever style yeah. you're doing. Um, so I think that that's so, so true that like getting to stay, stay present and have the expectation that things will change, which is part of infinite relating principles. Like yes. if I have one expectation, I guess it's that it will change. <laughs> yes. I mean, which is life. Like, yeah. that's exactly it. Yeah. And that yeah. we get to then meet each other in every moment. And I get to actually, and this is maybe my other favorite part for now, at least of, of this style of relating is that I get to actually love him for who he is. Yeah. Like actually who he is, like without trying to change him, without trying to control him, without getting mad at the parts of him that you know, aren't as attractive to me. Like, I just get to be like, look at this beautiful, autonomous, perfect being with all of his, you know, faults and all of his gifts and just like me. And I get to actually love a human. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Instead of an idea. Yes. Or a projection. And it's so much more fun. (laughs) And you get to feel that same love and awe coming at you. Mm, Like that, right? Like, I mean, that's one thing that I've really felt with this person is like, even though it didn't fit into a relationship box, even though we weren't like moving towards some goal, like whatever, it was like, when I felt into it, it was like, what is here? And I'm like, oh my, I, I feel so seen and so loved for exactly who I am in each moment. Mm, yeah. And that is... That's safety. That's safety. That's like yeah. actual safety. That is actual safety without a story, without a box. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that feels... I don't need all the other things to fill in. Like, that just feels... That's... I want to be... I want to be truly seen and truly witnessed and loved in each yeah. moment. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! that's what we're up to that's what we're up to <laughs> yeah and it's such a complex beautiful you know nuanced topic that I imagine as we go in deeper episodes like there's so many things in what you, you've talked about and I've we've shared here that like I feel like we could pull out one sentence and do a whole episode on oh, it so yeah. I imagine like I look forward to um getting to go you know deeper into like specific aspects of infinite relating and yeah. like and what we're learning and and we're, we've had so many freakouts, each of us, like <laughs> almost daily freakouts. Yeah. Of, oh my God, I don't, you know, like <laughs> I'm triggered, I'm re- whatever, all, 
And I think that's where so much like growth and healing is mm-hmm. that I want to share. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, like this, like we don't, we're, we're not bypassing. We're not like, oh, this is beautiful and we love everybody. No. So we get to bypass all the hard shit and like live in, you know, rainbows. I was like, no, we are having frequent freakouts. Frequent. And we're, <laughs> and we're honoring them to their full depth. Yeah. And we're feeling angry and we're feeling sad and we're feeling scared and we're feeling maybe abandoned. Like all these stories. Jealous. And jealous. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, there's jealousy. Yeah. And, and we're allowing ourselves to really feel it. Yeah. And really really be informed by it and really just be with it and like heal those parts of us and find our way back through. And I think that's, what's really important to share in this is like all of that is all of that challenge is here. Yes. And, and I think that's what I really want to share. Cause that's where I think that's how you and I helped help support each other so yeah. much is sharing those like really raw, scary. I don't want anyone to know I'm ashamed mm. of this feeling. I'm embarrassed, whatever. I'm, I don't know how many times I'm failing. I'm a fraud. I can't, I'm oh, not an infinite relator. Oh I'm not polyamorous yes. because I'm feeling <laughs> jealousy. Like, you know, I'm going to run away and hide, but no, like that, those I think are really important moments mm. to share. I agree. Yeah. Cool. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. That's, that's really real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. This was, like, a really good, like, overview. I think we did it. Your learning is me, too. Yeah. yeah. I guess, I think if I had to say one more thing in closing, for me, at least, to just feel complete, it would be to sort of circle back to the beginning, for me, of um, why bother? You know, like, why bother mm. finding a whole new relationship style? And, yeah, like Freya's saying, like, put up with, or not put up with, that's, <laughs> that sounds very disempowering. Yeah. Um, uh, feel (laughs) feel all these you know feelings and this fear of like and the letting go and the unknown and like um you know sort of the liberation of myself and of my beloved and you know doing a lot of things that in the immediate do sort of lessen finger quote security you know yeah um than the typical and I think that I always just want to come back to like why I feel like the world is ready and needs even a new relationship style and why this res- has been resonating with so many people. Cause we've been posting about this on our Facebook pages and talking at parties and people know what we're up to and yeah. people come up to us both all the time. who We don't even know who like, you're the infinite <laughs> relating person. Yeah. Like my friend said, I should follow you. So it's obviously resonating is that the thing that the thing that most of us, many of us are doing or have been taught to do isn't satisfying. And yeah. if that worked really well um, for everyone unilaterally, let's say, and like the massive majority of couples were just like super happy yeah. and everything was great and like, you know, lots of sovereignty, lots of connection, lots of creative energy, you know, and that just hasn't been my experience at all. No. And so I think for me, just it's been so, it's, it's so um, important to recognize that. I think as we, whenever I contend with a modality that's challenging or a new way of living, or taking a risk, um, it's always good to remember, like, well, it's not as if this other option ever brought me anywhere I wanted to be. Right. And I think I've told you that, on, yeah. you know, on one of the messages where it's like, whoo, this infinite relating thing is really working me and this letting go and this jealousy and the, you know, whatever the other pieces were that were up. <laughs> My dog is here in the background. <laughs> um, you know, it's like, okay, this is, it's very hard to let go of control of my partner because I'm a very controlling yeah. person been very hard for me and that I I just I just remind myself every time 
control has never gotten me anywhere I've wanted to go in a relationship ever. It's never actually worked for me. It's never actually brought me closer. It's never given me the thing I was hoping it would. Right. So just really like, you know, as we go through all this tenderness and vulnerability and intensity and terror and yeah, trigger and trauma and going red and, you know, all the places we've been, um, just to really remember for me, like anchor it in, like, it's better than the alternative by, you know, light years. Absolutely. And it feels more aligned and honoring of who I am and my truth. Like this, like this has been a love story of Freya more than anything else. I'm like, this, this is how I get to be my truest self. This is how I get to love the way I was meant to love. This is how I get to be loved the way I was meant to be loved. And it doesn't look at all like I thought it would because all those ideas of how it looked were from outside, but it feels safer. It feels truer. It feels more expansive. It feels just, just more sensation in general than any other modality has felt. Yeah. And that check-in, oh. that continual check-in, like, Oh, this is my truth. Yeah. Like that's, that's it. I will let go of all the other stories of all the fun things that I thought I was supposed to have in marriages or partnership or whatever. Cause they, it's all bullshit. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's all make-believe. So this, this is my truth. This is real. This is real. Yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> Woo! Oh, I love you so much. Liz. I love you too. I'm so honored to be doing this with you. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I'm so grateful that like other people can benefit from our intensive geekery around this topic <laughs> and willingness to make our lives like living experiments. It's really phenomenal. Yeah. So yeah. thank you. Absolutely. So, cool. episode one. Episode one. Yeah. Infinite Relating Love. Infinite Relating Love. Yeah, that's our website. We're gonna put all the podcasts there. We upload um, blog posts there. You can find more about how to follow us and how to see what we're up to. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Can't wait to do more. Yeah, me too. Next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Hang out with us more at infinite relating love and stay infinite.